to Coulda Been Pro Episode 4 the, sh the show that brings you two guys who should have gone pro but didn't for whatever reason It's none of your business Yeah <laughs> You should have been pro <laughs> Just kidding, we sucked Yeah, definitely But we definitely should have been pro Yeah But we sucked Man, and then just staying in that cardio that these guys have is incredible It's almost impossible Speaking of cardio, which has nothing to do with me segueing into this, but the MLS is back. Opening season. Um, uh, the season just, just arrived. Uh, the game was on the 21st in Wednesday. We're filming right now the day after. Yeah, but it's what okay. a better time other than like as soon as the Super Bowl ends, you know, we're able to see more MLS and at-home American games. Yeah. Cause, because, you know, it's in our own backyard and we get to see yep. some of our like people that some of us grew up with them a lot of us probably went to school with them we get to see them play so i think mm. that's always really amazing you know oh like really the homegrown talent yeah home exactly because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know we always talk about like european legends and we always oh, talk no, about yeah. like the prospects europe has but it's like why don't we ever dig in our own backyard you know like why, why aren't we always looking at over our shoulders and our neighbors that grew up going to sunday leagues and playing i'm sure not all of us are the best as you can tell about the talent but it's always nice to see a whole bunch of like childhood friends being able to, you know, make it out of here and be able to play on the big screen. Mm -hmm. And what better way than like opening season with MLS now that we have all this European talent coming over? Mm -hmm. It gives them a real challenge. It gives them a real uh, like oh, art to to be better and to better themselves to represent. Yeah, I mean, when you have uh, European, you know, great European players that come through into MLS, they I feel like. It's better for the league. One exposure, of course. 100%. Two, just the experience that these bring these players bring. Yeah, I mean, I get it. They're not um, in their prime anymore, but they're still going to be very good. Yeah, they're they still bring gonna, so much knowledge. They bring a lot of knowledge. They're going to be. They can. They pass a lot of knowledge on to the the younger ones. Like I said, they could be people that you probably personally know. You never know. You. Um, um, we've been lucky enough on our other show, the, IE yeah. Friends. We've had on Christian Torres, who at one point was playing for um, LAFC. Uh, so shout out to Christian Torres. Because um, it's yeah. not easy making it out of here because, you know, there's never a lot of scout talent coming into our own backyards because they're looking for, like, the Italian kids from kicking and screaming, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're always looking for that kind of talent no, in no, America. It, it's not even, and it's so hard to find. And it, it's not even that. I mean, there's issues on that, but I don't want to get into that. Um, but... I mean, yeah, I mean, look, going back to what you're saying about experience, like going into like the Miami versus Salt Lake City to open up the stadium, you know, the, si the, the season. Yeah. Well, not only the season, they're opening up that stadium for, for the season. Um, they're playing Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool because the Daytona race just happened there as well. A couple miles away. And just going into how you were saying, like these older, older heads, although they're like amazing fucking players. They're bringing so much skill and so much um, knowledge to these kids that are or not even so likely kids, but younger times, people that haven't gone to Europe, that haven't played across, that they're playing for the United States and they normally play at home and train at home and live at home. So it's, yeah. it, it's pretty crazy. It, no, yeah, it's, it's cool because I feel like, you know, um, these players also bring something different, with, whether it's um, play style and everything. So they definitely learn from different because I feel like almost every other country, every league has a different play style. A hundred percent. So style, sorry, style play. It. Let me, sorry, style of play. So just seeing that, and then it also just helps them because also that's that's why it's just big to have players not just in the like you know we're talking about homegrown talent like whether it's USA or Mexico or whatever, not just playing in their own leagues, but also go around 
the world and playing other leagues to see the other play styles, which also the styles of play, sorry, in other in other uh, countries' leagues. Because when it comes down to international tournaments, it, yeah, you it see helps all a lot. The it it, it helps a lot. You already know how each team play. You yeah, know how you their got, style is. You got, you got your tactical people. You have your tiki taka people. You have pretty much every style of play from every country that plays their <laughs> different styles and they mm-hmm. train their, you their know, way. young yeah. academy. Yeah, their way. And it's it's pretty amazing when you get to see tournaments like when they go head to head. Yeah. So it's really awesome that MLS is now open. You know, we're getting a lot more games coming onto the screen. Um, good to see new uh, players from Europe here, like Leo Messi, Daliaba, fucking Sergio Burke, Sergio Busquets. I can't even fucking pronounce today, man. It's okay. Um, but yeah, let's get into that game. The start of the to open oh, the season. Man, what a Inter Miami versus uh, Salt Lake. I know Inter Miami at home. Um, but yeah, two zero. Um, goals from Robert Taylor and Diego Gomez. Um, the second goal was a great build-up play, great team goal. Um, Suarez and Messi just you know making Click the game. Yeah, they, like, they they're, they're just like what, are, are we and, are and we are we back at 2015 Barcelona basically? hundred, which is funny because I know the meme the the meme online is that people are not even call. I don't know. If they, I forgot the name they're calling them, what but meme? they're calling they're they're calling them Inter Barcelona. Oh no! Oh, I think they're calling. I think they're calling them. Um, they're calling them Interlona. Interlona. Oh, I like that one. There's Interlona. like four. There's four there's players. There's like four or five players. There's four to five players that used to play for Barca that are now into Miami. So it's like they all followed Messi, basically. Yeah, they're all following his style and back to original. They all followed him to Miami, which is funny. Yeah, like but... back to the original roster. But you know what? <laughs> they're bringing great? it back to the glory days. Yeah, and you know this game and like this game specifically just showed that if you really watch the game, you can just see how they were just connecting. And whenever Suarez or Messi touch the ball to another player that never played in Barcelona and in Europe, you can just tell the way they received the ball wasn't the same way Busquets would have received it or Danny Alba would have received it. Or Jordi Alba. Jordi Alba, sorry. You know what I mean? Like the these guys kind of are a little more hesitant, like a little bit less inexperienced because the balls come fast. They come without warning. And they always come at the right moment, but not when you're at the right place. Mm-hmm. So you just yes. gotta like control, yeah. collect, and shoot. It's just it's just a matter of just getting used to their their quickness of play and everything. And, and for it, being old old heads, like they still got. Yeah, it. and they're, they they are up they are it. up their age. But I mean, of course they're you know, but you know they they still got it, man. Yeah, we're talking it, about it, we're talking about. Literally, Suarez at one point for a couple of years, the best striker in the world. And of course, Lionel you know, Messi, just the best, arguably the best player in the world for however. Still, however many. The I, don't, I don't think he's the best. Not I, even close, I, no. I just feel like he, he holds himself in a position where it's just greatness at all times. It, he's always going to be great. Yeah, but I don't, I wouldn't say he's. When like, was the last time you I saw. Wouldn't, all I'm I, saying I, is like, when was the last time you saw a bad, bad Messi game? Um, a game well, where. when he was with PSG. No, but I'm talking about a really bad game. Those were bad, but not... They were bad. And that wasn't just his fault. That, that entire team was just not... It wasn't clicking. But anyway, besides that... Um, no, yeah, I mean, Messi still... He's, of course, he's a living legend. Um, he basically, you could say, accomplished football. So, oh, yeah. He, sorry, he soccer. Finished, he finished sorry. every side. Right now, he's doing side, more side quests. He's officially no, done no, I've, with um, getting... After the World Cup, that was the last trophy he needed. All of this now is side quest missions, a hundred percent. You can't tell me otherwise. So yeah, um, so yeah, the game two zero, um, pretty dominant performance, honestly. Um, Salt Lake City literally had like two shots on target the entire game, forty five percent possession. To um, I don't know Miami's. if you saw how bad they were kicking 
every single opportunity they had where it's just like he wasn't even aiming at the at the target. Every single ball Salt Lake City had was just going right off target. And I was noticing that from the beginning of the game, I was just watching. I was like, why are these guys so accelerated? I get there's like high pressure from the opening team, but I, f I feel like if Salt Lake City would have just relaxed a little more and played with a little less emotion and aggression, they would have got more shots on target. That That's yeah. just my take because Luna was getting frustrated. They were getting all these fouls that they were claiming weren't fouls, but I mean, they were pretty strong tackles. Yeah. They had 17 shots. But only two on target. And like you said, they only had eight fouls on their favor to Miami's 12 in favor. And, of course, Miami with eight shots on target, 15 attempts. Um, yeah, of course, you know, it just it's going to get um, if Messi and Suarez stay fit, including Busquets, those main three, if they all stay fit, which you may think, oh, yeah, they can. It's like, well, you never know. Because remember, they are older, so all that wear and tear throughout all the years. Exactly. They're probably not going to be when playing you get, 100%. When you get up there in age, for, um, and we're talking about like sports age, not just regular age. Of course, you know, in life, they're still young. But in sports age, you know, they're a little bit on the upper on side. The older, yeah, yeah. Older side. Injuries right. occur more often because, of course, you know, your body's just tired. Their bodies are definitely tired. And you don't recover tired, as fast. And you don't recover as so fast. If so you, even if you play like a tiresome game, a tough game, he probably won't be playing the next game. No, they, they, they need a little longer time to recover. No, they definitely Overall. they definitely would, but I mean, it depends on how long the break is. Like that's right. I mean, their recovery time changed significantly from his like other co like players that play with him, like Robert Taylor. It probably he could probably last a couple more games longer than Luis Suarez can. At, when you come to age, mm -hmm. no, yeah. Um, that's what I'm, yeah. So I'm saying like if Miami can stay fit with their main players, I feel like you know they maybe have a chance. But who knows? I mean, I remember last year at the end of, the end of last year, they did struggle a lot after their after they won that tournament when Messi had first showed up. They they just plateaued. I I can agree with that. Yeah, I can so definitely see my why thing is is it gonna be the that. same thing if Messi's not on the squad or are they gonna still you know be able to like contend i don't know if they're contenders to be honest i mean they could be i just don't know because what if messi does get hurt and not only that the game like it, like i said it's just been the first game of the opening season uh we still got plenty of games to look and see like how their performance is and how well the chemistry between the team has been um because you know they have that break but even before opening um season they're pretty much practicing and getting back together on the game plan and honestly, you can kind of see it. I saw all those set pieces in this first match, and they were amazing. Like they, they were they they caught me by surprise for being a like in the MLS. It, it just caught me by surprise, and I can understand why people were talking about this like Barca Inter like chat. So yeah, it, make, it makes sense because it's fun to see. It really is. At the end of the day, we're we're just the people watching them play, and it's always good to see games with like two zero. 3-0, 3-1, one. maybe a good little battle, but it, it was just fun to see uh, a little bit of touch of European here in, in, in the States, in I mean, our own backyard. Every, anytime a big star comes, it's very, very fun. Well, you also, saw how, how much, like, last year, how much it costed, like, for people that lived in California to go see Messi play. Like, it was kind of ridiculous. Hey, man, but it's like... You're actually seeing him, seeing him play. You you're actually, saying? exactly. You're actually going to see him when play. When you never got the chance to, unless it was preseason. That's if he ever and went to his preseason. he even came over here, because, you know, they always send their reserves over here, just to, like, 
Yeah. They send their stars too. One but or they, two. But yeah, Whichever no, no, no. They, one they send their stars because the whole squad has to go together. But mainly what preseason, mainly for these teams are, is just who's going to... Basically, they're trying out all the reserves or any bench players that will still stay on the squad or not. You know, they're basically proving themselves. And of course, the stars were played because it's a, it's a tour. So of course, people are paying money to see these stars and they'll probably play like a half. They play like one half, if and that, they still got. Like remember, preseason there is no. They don't want them to get there hurt. Is no, they don't want to get. They don't want them to get hurt before the season. First of all, of course, they're just trying to get back into shape. That's why they still play, but also and it's um, also like changing like terrain, you know, altitude coming to America, different altitude, different um, style of tactics, kind of opens up their mind a little bit coming out here to play. Kind of like reset your reset the way you kind of see the just game. Just back so in motion before the season starts. That's what they do. Yeah. but I'm saying like, you know, if Messi. Ever if Barcelona when he was with Barcelona right, if he ever came to the states, it was like if he was ever did he ever even come? You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, even remember if he ever did. To be like honest, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, the, for like for preseason tours. The only thing I remember, I remember this one time we were, um, I believe I was like 15, 16, uh, when Neymar was with Barca, and they uh, it was Neymar, and um, I believe it was Suarez that were in Six Flags. That's cool. So it was really cool. Um, everyone was like crowding them. Of course. Yeah. And but it was just crazy because people knew who they were. And I don't think it was at the time like a lot of you know, there wasn't a lot of soccer fans out here at the time. It, it was really like, oh, who's Barca or who's Real Madrid when it when it was out here? Mm-hmm. But it, it was very interesting to see even like anyone still come out here like Beckham when he came out for LA Galaxy back in. Well, that was a huge deal back then. Yeah, yeah like that was a big deal. People and don't really understand how big of a deal that was. Back in 2007, yeah, that was a huge a deal. Lot of, a lot of U, like United States players look at that. had to step and, up. And it worked because look what happened. He got that deal to be able to form a, a team and look, yeah, look, look now. where it got him. He now came, his team, now he his came team has... America. He came on like a retirement retreat and like became like a vision of retirement to like continue football it was pretty it was pretty crazy you know i'm pretty sure he didn't expect to come out here and ever dream about opening up a football club here. that was part of his contract no but what i'm saying is like say you lived in europe your whole life your entire life and you became a european star in soccer wouldn't you want to have your own soccer team where you grew up where you live in england and play in the premier league your own team I, what, that's what I was saying. I'm pretty sure he never in a the, billion years thought that when he came yeah. to America that he was going to open up a soccer team and be one of the most successful MLS soccer teams. The thing with that, though, is if he was to start in England with that, he would have to start from the lower leagues. Of course. And yeah, that, you so, know how and it, hard that is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, even Rexham, he Rexham take, hasn't even gotten out. And look, look at yeah, Rexham's the, in League Two. Yeah. So, you, I mean, no, they, and they're, they're trying up. hard, man. Look, like, they put so much money so yeah. much training so much attention like they put so much into that team to get them out the rough and they're still in the rough but you can see well they've been climbing the league exactly yeah. they've been climbing the ladder exactly 100 percent. yeah um that's what but i'm saying that's, so what that's I'm why showing. like it's hard it's not easy yeah but that's what i'm saying he was a very he was very smart to have that in his in his uh uh contract the whole having a team by the time he retired that was a that was, I think that's very very smart. You never see that ever. Yeah, and it was I didn't even like no one even knew about that until he announced he was gonna have a team, which was crazy. Like how that was in his contract and no one even knew that because you know how like nowadays everything's it's no everything's one ever leaked. Su- suspected him to have a team. Like everybody kind of knows. Anytime you open no, up a brand what new I, what team, I'm it's to say really is, hard. It's crazy how like that wasn't even leaked. You know how every it, almost like 
Oh, like a contract league. Yeah, because like yeah, contract like the Mbappe league. Because people, because people, people know like how much players get paid. You know, because exactly. they're, they're, they probably don't know like all the stipulations. Because some stipulations do get leaked if players talk about it or however it gets leaked, right? So that's why it's crazy how like that one. The fact that that was even like disclosed is pretty crazy. But anyways, enough of all that. Um, yeah, so we have games coming this Saturday where you're watching this. This games have already passed. But, you know, you're in the future. I'm wearing an LAFC jersey. LAFC starts their season on the 24th against Seattle. They're at home. And then your your uh, beloved Galaxy starts on Sunday against Inter-Miami. Which is going to be a brutal fight. I, I honestly think they're going to put up a, a better fight than Salt Lake City did. Because I feel we have a little bit more composure. And we still got to, I know Chicharito left, but we still got to make a statement. We still got to play as best as we can, even without him, and take all the chances that we can because we, you saw Messi. He was taking no, there was, he was not letting any, any player breathe. Anytime he got the ball, he made every single player work for it. Mm -hmm. So I know it's not going to be easy for us and we're going to have to double down on everything. Yeah, I think you guys are gonna struggle. Oh, hundred percent. But yeah. dude, we're gonna we're gonna make it really difficult for him in the process. Yeah, like I said, Miami's attack will never be will not be an issue. What their issue will be is their defense or whatever. You know. Honestly, so, I'm praying on injury. That's that, <laughs> dude. I'm. That's the only way we're winning. That's it, so. That's dude, so foul. I don't You're care. So foul, I don't dude. care. I don't care. You're LA so gotta win. <laughs> Bro, that's it's that's their, our it's only your chance. First game, relax. Bro, go in hard like Pepe. It's not like guys are like deep leg. in the season. You need this win to make playoffs or anything. I don't <laughs> care. Chop game. those legs off. I don't care what you oh, got to do. God, you guys are gonna be just attacking his legs. Everything. Park the bus and just go straight for his legs. Even if you don't get the ball, get the referee while you're at it. I don't you care. We gotta stop this game in his tracks. We gotta make them think. Oh yeah, these guys are just here to kill us. That's all. They're they're not here to play. I don't really think you guys replaced Chicharito. I know someone would say that he had already dropped off. I mean, that's kind of unfair. He had an injury, a very serious injury. So he's just coming back from that. But yeah, he was your guys' you know, top goal scorer. So um, I don't think you guys have really replaced no, him. No, and a lot, of, a, lot of, uh, a lot of those players looked up to him in, in when it leadership. came to leadership. Exactly. When it came to leadership. Experience, leadership, all it, that. Exactly, because he knew anytime that they, anytime he had the ball, they felt more comfortable in their runs. They would feel more comfortable in what they were doing and how they're executing because they have someone to rely on. And that's what experienced players do. There's just someone to rely on. They may not be the best all the time, but you will always rely on them. Just like you rely on like your older brothers or sisters or siblings. You just do because they have more experience than you do. And that's just how it is sometimes. No, yeah. And then LAFC, of course, starting in Seattle on Saturday. The 24th, you guys the 25th on Sunday. And by the time you guys watch this, it'll already be the 26th, or 27th. Yeah, so these games have already passed. I guess we can, um, can we give predictions? any predictions? I guess we could because we're doing them right now. Yeah, exactly. By the time they see it, they'll be like, oh, yeah. They, they got it right or wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Fucking losers. So it's the 22nd, guys, just letting you know. So we didn't. So we'll make sure you edit this so we get the right <laughs> scores, even though after it happens. I'm just kidding. Nah, well, let's give fair, let's give... Uh, no, I like transparency because, like I said, I love to see myself crash and burn sometimes because it's funny. So Crash and burn? Yeah, dude, it's hilarious. So, uh, well, I guess we'll predict those two since we're, you know, this is the clubs we support. I don't think we should give a freak. All right, uh, we'll start with you, the losers. 
or do you want to give a prediction for every for every for every um fixture coming up? I'm down for every fixture because what I like about MLS again is do you, more would games. You, do you want to do the one this weekend or should we do the one next weekend? No, let's do the one this that weekend. lines up with our episode. No, let's do the one this weekend. This weekend, yeah, all right. So remember, either way, they're gonna watch it. Clar- you know? To clarify, these by the time you guys are watching them, they have already happened. So you guys are gonna figure out if we got this right or wrong, and then yeah, we're all gonna figure out together. Yeah, <laughs> count the score in the comments for us. Yeah, who got do. the most? Who got the most uh, correct score lines? All right, run it. Remember, and it just because you say two one, but you have to you have to make sure if it's two one for the other team that you said was gonna win oh, or lose, okay. it so doesn't count. Say, okay, so it has to be accurate. Accurate, like right. oh, I'm gonna oh, like let's say you say Galaxy's gonna win two one, but then Miami wins two one, you didn't get it right. Didn't, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So like a bet. Like yeah, you got the score. No, like a bet. Like if you're placing yeah, a bet. Yeah. So all right, let's do it. First game on that Saturday basically uh, is. Columbus. Are we doing draws or no draws? You can do draws. All right, fuck, because Col- that changes the odds by 33% <laughs> yeah. for each selection. Columbus versus Atlanta. All right. Uh, Columbus crew, if I'm correct, were the, are the reigning champions. Damn. I remember, I remember when those guys were just one star on FIFA. And they were like two. I like would three. use them against they Barcelona just to whoop their asses and, and like score goals from half fields. What? Yeah, that, that was my favorite thing. You never chose, like, you never played FIFA, and you would get, like, the best team that you possibly could get, like, the best of the world, and then play, like, a crappy-ass team. <laughs> oh, it was the best. You could just, like, score from any position. What FIFA are you talking about? Here? Any FIFA. Uh, no, they were always no. ranked at least three, oh, okay. three, three and a half stars. Um, But, yeah, Columbus versus Atlanta. They're the reigning champions. They're coming back, defending the champ. Who do you have this game? I, I think Atlanta because they... You're saying that the defending champions are going to lose their opening game? Yeah, because wow. it's a new season. None of that, okay. what happened last season, matters. Okay. You okay. got your championship, right. all right. That's where I mean, it I'm ended. I'm saying unless they kept the entire team, I mean, they have a great shot of still, you know, competing again. Yeah, and there's also things called luck. So, at the end of the day, I, I so feel... The score? I feel like it's going to be like a 1-0 lead um, with Atlanta winning 1-0. Okay, I'm going to go for a Columbus 2-0. Oh, wow. Yep. Next up, LAFC versus Seattle. I'm going to keep it... Keep it a buck here. Keep it a buck fifty. Uh, I think a three-one win. Man, that's a lot of goals. Yeah, I know. Are I you guess, expecting a lot of goals for the opening season, or are you expecting a lot of goals no, because I'm, just, I'm honestly just being very um, optimistic here. Really? Yeah. And and I, I was gonna say two. You. I was gonna say two-one, but I'm going for three-one. 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 Wow. That, they're at home. So they're at home. Yeah. The 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 um the home the LFC home fans, dude. We, we're a little crazy. I think the probably the one of the, some of the best fans in the. Then you got Will Ferrell going out there like this guy is. Nuts. If that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what does. Yeah, man, this is, I just saw like this commercial of him cleaning. You have a lot of actual celebrities who support LAFC. Yeah, so it's crazy. yeah, and they they will go out just to watch like even the smallest yeah. games. I remember when we we had gotten invited out to go watch a game, pitch side. Um, we met a lot of great people. We met a lot of the LA people that work for LAFC. Did Shout they out to them. You for a water boy? Um, no, no, no. We were in the stands, like with the with like on pitch side. Oh, so you yeah. actually? This oh, is okay, okay. The jersey because they they gifted they gifted. Oh, the you to actually us. got invited. Yeah, I thought, we got I invited. You, like, I thought you snuck in no, and you were like no, water boying no, your way no. into the field. No, we got invited out. Me, Saul, and Caesar, and it was a great time. Um, shout out to all LAFC um, family. Um, yeah, but Will Ferrell was there. Um. A lot of other celebrities um, that always usually they always go to most of the, most of the home games. So that's that's commitment because like they probably have a super busy schedule. Whether it's and not only there's certain that, actors you don't see and singers, a lot of celebrities going to soccer games. So, so that's always a plus. Like that's always fun to see. Like that they're taking interest that people are actually watching yeah. these games. Like coming. that's where that's when I met Jaime Camille. 
Shout out to him. Love him. He's such oh a such God. a sweetheart. Such a great, great man. Love a that beautiful guy. Beautiful actor and represents a lot of Mexican culture because you know it, it's conversations that you can have with your parents. He treated us like we were just one of his friends. That was the best part. Man, best I, part. Me, was, I think that's definitely a bucket list for me is being able to meet like Jaime Camil and great guy. Yeah, it, just being able but to say hi. Your, score, or, like, talk your to prediction? Him. Uh, my prediction for that game is going to be a little high, like a little optimistic, like yours. I'll probably say like 2-0. Um, yeah, I think okay. LAFC is just going to like mop okay. the floor with them. They got to open up strong. They got to represent strong. They got a lot of fans that, that depend on them. And yeah, I, I really do think that LAFC is going to take the cake on that one. Charlotte uh, Charlotte versus NYFC FC, New York City. I think Charlotte might take this one. New York. Uh, I think it's going to be a uh, 2-1 for Charlotte. Uh, 1-0 for New York. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys are going to get a little spanking. What are you saying? I'm, because, I don't support them. I'm just uh, no, even winning. I don't care. You're okay. going against me. Me and you All are right. going against each other. We are arch nemesis. Okay. DC United versus uh the New England Revolution. I'm going for the Revolution here. I, I know they're away, but I think they're going to win. Um... I'm gonna go for a one. I'm going for a one zero. One zero. Keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it light. Um, I like Washington only because Wayne Rooney coached and played. So, yeah, I'm gonna go for Washington. Do you know that's? I mean, wasn't know, that the team you played for? Yeah, DC United. But you know, I mean, it's Washington DC. But you know, that's not in Washington the state, right? What do you mean? DC, like Washington DC, is not in Washington the state. Wait. So wait. Is he? I'm just saying. Is he playing outside of the White House? Yes or no? That's why, but the White House is not in Washington, like the state of Washington. Where is it, in Hawaii? No, it's literally in over there by Virginia. I think it's in Virginia, DC, like DC, where the White House is, is okay. Virginia. Where did Wayne Rooney play? DC United. But and where is you, that? I at? was. Yeah, that's in Virginia. Okay. Where's the White Washington, House at? In Virginia, it's it's Washington DC. Why am I that, confused? Because you think you're thinking about you think Washington DC is in the state of Washington, but it's not. Washington DC is located. It's you, either near Virginia or it's inside Virginia. It's one of those. But right there, dude, my brain cannot process anything at this moment. I know, it's okay. But anyways, yes, he played there. So what? What's your score like? What's your prediction? One zero as well for DC's New England or for DC? Huh? New England or DC? Oh, DC. DC one zero. DC okay. one zero. Orlando versus Montreal. Man, I love watching Montreal play. I really do. I, that's one of the only MLS teams that I've been like really keeping up with. And I don't know why I'm not a big fan of the Canadian arts. But the fact that... Um, Tell I, me you're not a fan of Canadian bacon there, sir? Not Canadian bacon. I like their wheat. I'm just saying it's bacon. a little bit healthier than regular bacon. Is it? Yeah. No way. Is it just as tasty? I wouldn't say just as tasty. Oh, then I don't want to know. I don't get anyways, away from me. Prediction two to one. Montreal? No, you know what? One to one. A tie. Yeah, a tie. Only okay. because they're they're really they're they are away, so they are away, but not I don't even blame that. I blame the fact that both teams play the exactly the same. So I one swear. One. watch that game. You're gonna see the exact same amount of mistakes. And you're going to see the exact same amount of, like, the style of play. So, 1-1. One, one. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, Whenever I see the same style of play, I always, it doesn't matter 2-2, two, 3-3. Two, three, three. Like, I'm not going to be perfect about the score, but I will say it's going to be a tie. I'm going to go for 
Montreal. Yeah, Montreal just plays really well. Okay. Uh, They're freezing out there. They Phil they got to play well. The Philadelphia, U- Philadelphia Union versus oh. the Chicago Fire. Philadelphia Union. Fire, fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. <laughs> uh, who do you got? Oh, Philadelphia Union. Of course. They're, dude, there's such a... Uh, where did these Phillies pull out these guys to play soccer? Where? <laughs> I need to know. Like, there's no... You would think, oh, California has all the Mexican players. They're going to dominate the league. Dude, Philadelphia, where'd you guys come from? Like, where did you pull out these soccer players? Did everyone just get bored of playing, like, hockey? And they were just like, they're done. They're done with boxing. They're done with everything else. They got to find a new sport to dominate. And they just chose soccer. Prediction? 3-1. Oh, wow. Yeah, 3-1. Oh. These guys are that uh, good. I'm going to go for a 3-0, actually. I can't wait to see them. Go against Inter Miami, bro, or LAFC or LA I'm a, Galaxy. I'm gonna go for a three zero. Yeah, dude, these guys are. They really will put up the three zeros. All right. They'll definitely up, end your FIFA game early. We got Austin FC or Austin United. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. If I don't know, yeah, I thought Austin it was FC. Austin FC. Yeah, it's Austin FC for sure. Yeah, yeah. Versus Minnesota United. Sorry. There you go. Austin FC versus Minnesota United. I'm gonna go for an Austin win. They are at home, and just recently last year they actually Austin had a good has season. a big crowd. Have you yeah. seen their crowd? They actually yeah. show up and support. I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go for um, yeah another two zero. Austin win comfortably. Ah, uh, I'm. I was gonna say like a a little more humbling scoreline, maybe like a one zero. Okay, there you go, Austin. Austin, yeah. Okay. They're they're the amount of support that those that team has. It should be enough to not let them down. Yeah. You know, at least get one goal and keep it tight. This one right here. We got Dallas FC versus San Jose Earthquakes. I'm also going for like a 1-1. I'm going for 1-1. Man, here's the thing about San Jose. They all, they're, they're, a second, they're a second half team. They always score last minute or they're always scoring the second half. So that leads me to believe one of two things. That the beginning opening score is going to be led by Dallas. And if they do tie the if they do tie the game, it's gonna be late. Prediction. So it, it's gonna be a one one for me. It's gonna be a tie game. If not a one zero for Dallas. Well you got I, I know, but I know I gotta choose one or the other. But I'm Randy and I get to do what I want, so I'm I'm choosing both. Either Dallas. <laughs> you gotta one, choose zero. one, man. No. Well, it's so simple. No, because remember, Dallas. Look, Dallas wins one zero. We're trying to see who gets Dallas the better. Dallas wins one zero. Okay, or, boom. There you go. No, choose one. Or no, choose one. One one or one zero. Is, fuck me. I'm gonna go. I'll I'll double down on it. I'll double. I'll say one one. Okay, for sure. We got Houston Dynamo but versus Dallas Sporting FC KC. And it's one zero. I still win that one. So we got Houston Dynamo versus Sporting KC. Um, I'm just gonna show some love Sporting to KC. Hector Herrera. I'm just gonna show him some love since he plays for Houston Dynamo. Their team's gonna win. <laughs> I don't really know, honestly. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know. I've never. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's one of the only teams I do not like keeping up with. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna do it just to show some love. Uh, I think a scoreline of. Honestly, just another bland 1-0. Oh, it's 0-0. Okay. I Boom. never keep up with that those teams, and it's because if I don't keep up with them or even acknowledge them a little bit, it's because I, I just have no interest, and I think that they're not up to speed on, like, scoring. They're not up to speed with their players and their train development in general. All right, St. Louis versus Salt Lake City. 
I think Salt Lake City might bounce back. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna come back. Two one. I'm saying two one. Yeah, they're gonna take out all their anger that they should have took out on Miami. Two one for Salt Lake City for me. What about you? Uh, two zero. Two zero. Yeah, I think they're just gonna dominate. And then the last one on Saturday, uh, Portland Timbers versus Colorado Rapids. I'm gonna go for the Timbers on this one. They're home. You shaking in your boots, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for a. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go for. Hmm. Ever since Dempsey, I'm gonna go for a three-two actually. Ooh, that's a spicy meatball. Hmm. Okay. Three-two, huh? Yeah, I don't know why. All right. Imagine that's the one that's like zero-zero. I'll counter you with the zero-zero. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say uh, I'm gonna counter you with the zero-zero. That's funny. Okay. Uh, and then on Sunday, the twenty-sixth, twenty-fifth. Sorry, Cincinnati versus Toronto. Oh, um, I love Toronto. Remember, we even talked about the retro jerseys. They've always come out with nice jerseys, so you don't lose. They with are style. away on this one. No, you I don't will... lose with style. I'm just saying they're winning. How much? Two zero. Two zero Toronto. No, nah, nah, two one. Two, two one, one Toronto. Yeah. I'll go for a three one Toronto. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised you agreed with me on this one. I said three one against Toronto. No, with Toronto's winning 3-1. That's what I said. I said Toronto's winning too, two, but one. that's okay. what I was agreeing with because I know you're not a big fan of Toronto. I'm not really, I never hated them. What do you mean? No, you just shit on the jerseys. I, I didn't shit on them. You were just saying oh, they're, yeah. they're badass. I was like, they're you okay. Don't think so? yeah, they're mid. I was like, <laughs> out of 10, six and a half? Hey, respectfully, dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, the worst jersey I've ever seen in my life. Hey, but I said respectfully, so it's all right. <laughs> Nashville versus uh, New York Red Bulls. Oh, Red Bull. Really? Yeah, bro. They have so much money. It's not even a joke. Even if they have shitty players, their development is so crazy. I don't, it's not even about them having a lot of money. I just think it's it's crazy how they're able to just loan players from their other uh, sister yes, teams. To their other Because they also have it, RB Leipzig. And they also have the Brazilian it, Red, New York Red Bull. Teams. They have the Brazilian Red Bulls team in Brazil. They also have, uh, I forgot how many teams, they have a lot of teams, they have, they have oh, Bundesliga. R- RB Salzburg as well. Hold on, let's go through the countries. Bundesliga, RB Bundesliga. The Austrian, uh, the Austrian, Austrian League, uh, RB Salzburg. The Amsterdam League? They don't have one in there. They don't? No, I said Austria, not Holland. Oh, no. Yeah. You're fuck. lying. I got a fucking cramp on my... All right, all right, we'll cut it out. No, no, you're good, you're good. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. Ah! See? This is why I can't go pro, because I get cramps like nothing. Anyways, um, you know what? I'm going to just go against you, honestly. You said Red Bulls, how much? We said, wait, give me the teams again. Uh, Nashville versus Red Bulls. Mm, I'm not a big fan of Nashville, if I'm being honest. So I think Red Bulls are still going to win. You don't like Tennessee there, buddy? Not a big whiskey fan. So who's, what's the like? More of a tequila guy. Um, I think a 1-0. Okay. I, I think, like I said, Red Bulls really, like, their development is pretty insane when you have the resources. That, that comes yeah. a long way. You can build a bunch of nobodies. It, it's pretty crazy when you really invest. But you mean unknown players? Yeah, a bunch of block characters are all just like blacked out until <laughs> until <laughs> the when you create a player, <laughs> just a generic create a player, generic like create a player, just the outline yeah. of a shadow. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. Nashville's but at yet home. these guys are shooting. I'm, at I'm literally just gonna go against power. you. I'm gonna go against you. I'm gonna go always. You just don't go. like to have fun, do you? I love to have fun. That's why I'm going against you. That's not going to no. Yeah, fun. That's, a lot of fun for me. You want a tussle, buddy? You <laughs> calm down there, dude. How about I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. 
Nashville wins, you got to drink a glass of whiskey all right. on the rocks. Oh, all right. I'm down. But if Toronto wins. No, you mean if New York wins. No. You it's, just Nashville, it's Nashville versus New York Red Bulls. Oh, you said New York Red Bulls. That's literally what I, I said. I saw in the Toronto game. Bro, that was literally. What do you I mean? mean? We already predicted that one. All right. If that's <laughs> the case, you're going to have to drink a Long Island if New York wins. I'll chug that shit. All right. Oh, you're gonna chug a Long Island? You all gotta right. chug the whiskey. All right, but it's gonna be a shot. Nah. Yeah, you shook. Hell yeah. no. Nah. So I have to do a big ass freaking. You're gonna do the longest of the islands ever. <laughs> if Nashville wins, okay. How about this? I'll even make it easy for you. You have to chug a Jack and Coke. Why can't I a, ja- chug? a Jack Daniels? Why can't you just, just say some like ribs and like a Coke? No. Because if I, I got to do a long island iced tea, what the fuck? You just get to have the delicious yes. ribs? No. Of course. No. Can there be short ribs at least? I like the shorter ribs. No, no, no. You got to chug a good a good glass. Not like a little small one. Like the, the regular size cups that you drink at home. You know, like the, the ones that are like, you know what? This big the, or whatever. The 22 ounce? The, that's a, that's uh, literally like, no, a beer and like, a half. We'll do like a, like a, like a, like a 16, 18, 16 ounce. 16 ounce? I'll do a long have island iced tea if I lose. 16 ounce steak? This is 20 ounces, so just do take out four ounces. Dude, okay, okay. Get your gym cup out of this conversation. 12. 12 I, ounces. 12 ounces. 12 ounces. All right. Six percent. Hey, six ounces. No, eight ounces of Coke, two ounces of whiskey. You mean four ounces of whiskey? Because, dude, a Long Island. 12 is, ounces. A Long said. Island is literally a thousand I, like liquors. So who's more, who's more messed up? If, who, me? if I, I'm more messed up if I look. You're telling me if. if but the weight ratio, come uh, on. What the? F- we're not even that far anymore. Dude, the sun with like lunar eclipses. Bro, the, if, dude, I the lose, if I lose this, I'm getting more My messed up. dog barking. If that, I lose this, I'm bro. getting more fucked up. So what's, what you're, you have all, I have all the risk here. That's the point. We're talking about a 12 ounce Jack and Coke versus a 12 ounce Long Island iced tea that and has like four different liquors. I agree to the liquors. 12 ounces. I'm huh? just saying. I agree to the 12 ounces. I just want eight ounces of Coca-Cola. How about this? I'll make it even better. Diet. How about this? 10 ounces, 10 ounces, six whiskey, four Coke. Six whiskey, four Coke. Okay. Yes, you gotta six, have you gotta, you gotta have more six five. Whis- can, you want to do five and five? Six. Wi- who do you five think I five. am? Whiskey Pete? Like <laughs> five bro, and five. five and five. Five. Do and I five. look like a prospector? To five you? and five. So you're gonna take five shots. Oh, if that's the case, if we're taking shots of whiskey, you you go with tequila. Me and oh, you. the whole point. Look. All right. Well, let's settle on this. Like, look, man. Okay, okay. Six ounces of a Coke, four ounces of whiskey. If you lose tw- a ten ounce glass, okay? that math is Boom. mathing to me. Okay, great. I'll the do a Long ten, Island and I'll just do a ten ounce. Uh, no, no, it's ten ounce no, Long it, Island. No, a ten Long, ounce Island Long Island always comes in a twelve Fuck ounce. Off. I'm la- I literally put down my number from fourteen all the way to ten, and I said six ounces of coke. But what's, five. what's different? Like straight. I'm getting alcohol? more fucked up with more alcohol. What do you mean? All right, I'll take your deal. Thank you. Jesus. Spit on it. Uh, you I heard like it here was, first. I like how that was the only game we betted on because like the, the, two <laughs> the other like, ones were amazing to bet on, and we just chose the crappiest chose one. This, it's not the crappiest one. It's just I think it's because like they like. No, it is the crappiest one because York, one of us so is gonna Island lose. Tea, and then Nashville, you know, with the whiskey, so Tennessee. So I mean, and the baby racks. I'm forgetting the baby racks. I want some. You can get that yourself. What the hell? Well, Anyways, and then the last game, we've been we were thinking too long. Sorry, over that stupid bet. Um, LA Galaxy versus Miami. Wait, so for the Nashville New York one, do we do we have Fucking to get our predictions? God, this dude, 
No, whoever wins. Whoever wins. Okay. Whoever wins. The, the, I don't care if a squirrel knocks the ball into okay, a cabecita. Okay, no, no, no. But you said you said and one. New York I know, wins. You said one zero New York. That's only for like the counter of like you know what like your uh, predictions. No, no, no. Oh, prediction yeah, 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 wise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said one zero. One zero. Yeah. Okay, and then who it doesn't matter what the score is. Our bet is our bet. Regardless. Our bet is our bet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of us for is my prediction, and have I'm a bad going, time. For my prediction, I'm going um, two one Nashville, and then yeah, and then whatever happens happens for our bet. Okay. Uh, Galaxy last game Galaxy in Miami. Feel like gonna, it's gonna be a wake up call for you guys, dude. We're gonna get hand tossed like some pep, like lemon prediction. Pepper be wins. honest with yourself as a Galaxy fan. <sighs> One zero, Halle Galaxy. I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck. So you're gonna get tossed, but you're gonna win. Yeah, a hundred percent. Fuck it. We ain't losing. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm going for Miami win. Of course you win. Uh, 2-0. Want to another, another Long Island on that one? No. Oh. No, no, no. How about an deal since it's from LA? What about Miami? What's what's popular in Miami? Rum, Fuck. I guess? No, I was Caribbean? Gonna like Caribbean? I was going to say pina colada. Oh, so you get the better one than I do? No, you, you get, get the pina colada if you win. No, I'm betting for Miami to win, so that means if... Oh, the, I, I drink a pina colada. Yeah. Hey, it's all in your favor. I'm allergic to coconut. I could die. <laughs> then no. <laughs> I'm just saying. No. Then, oh, let's not make a bet on that. That's whatever. Whatever. All right. Uh, I'm doing 2-0 Miami. And there we go. That is the... That concludes our MLS lineup fixtures for the week. Let us know what you guys think about who you think is going to... Hey, and calculate who won because we're holding this bet against each other. Yeah, calculate. One of us Count the score of who got the most predictions correct, and then you guys will find out. Because we'll do it on the podcast about who lost this one, and we'll drink it on the podcast, whoever on, lost. On, yeah, right before the start. <laughs> All right, moving on to um, the... Oh, wait, I wanted to ask you, by the way, uh, before we move on... Sticking to MLS, two teams, if you had to say, that is your top contenders. For this season? For the season. Like, the two teams that you think... Um, so, be- I know, like, the games haven't started, but if I had to No, choose, I'm saying, if you had to, if you had to start yeah. from right now, from fresh, from just, you know... Like, if I was making a fantasy, like, team. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, your pre... Your, your before the se- well, season started, but... Your early predictions for the two teams that you think will be the at the final, like yeah. So you know how there's, East, there's an Eastern and Western Conference. Your two teams that what you think will be like in the final right now. Your early predictions. I'm really hoping uh, from the East Coast we get Philadelphia. I'm telling you, those guys are just so fun to watch, man. Every game that I've seen with Philadelphia has not been a dull moment. So you think Union in the final? Yeah, early I, predictions. I, yeah, I really do think they're gonna be up there in in the finals, just or even like getting to the semifinals. I know for sure the quarterfinals. But they're, you're saying final? To, yeah, final. Okay. No, yeah, of course. But Western. I might have to go for LA Galaxy. I I have a feeling where once once you get someone out like that, everyone tries to step up and play even better. So we're gonna have a bunch of players that are gonna want to step up and be the new example. And that's going to come a long way for us. I know Miami's just going to dominate most of the season, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a tournament. And there's still other ways to get to the finals other than just being the best one. No, oh, yeah, 100%. Man, 100%. Um, for my Eastern, between for me, it's um, I would say Miami, but I don't know. I just feel like they're not completely, uh, they're not complete as a team. 
Um, they are they could be up there though, you know, with the whole Messi and Suarez factor. But like I said, for my early predictions, um, I'm literally just going off the basis of them missing games and getting hurt. You get me? Yeah, because like we were talking about, you can't stay into a full season shape without getting some kind of sprain or injury or some kind of inconvenience. Yes, and I was saying, when he misses games, they do not play the same. No, it's it's a totally different ball team. Game. It's a totally different team. Yeah. So my... my Everything kind of levels the, out the again. Eastern, I'm, I have to back the reigning champions, Columbus, but also the Union as well. Um, Those two for sure. I think those two will be my top contenders for the Eastern. For the Western, I got to go with LAFC because, I mean, they made it to the final last year. I still think they can still do it this year again. But besides LAFC, I also still see other teams, you know, that can still um, put up a good fight. Like, Austin's still a very great squad. So, But I guess my pick would be LAFC for sure. And Austin, you know, they're still there. So why not? So, yeah, that's it. That's all we... Uh, that's all we have for the MLS for this upcoming fixtures. Nice, yeah. That Which was... I'm gonna be honest, that's a great way to open up the season. These these matches, as as they sound, we don't get them that often. Like that that right away, as soon as the season starts, they usually open up a much slower pace. Mm -hmm. But you know, just with Miami and Salt Lake City, this game was amazing to watch. Super fun to watch. Uh, it would definitely be entertaining. You know, taking the family out and watching these games. Oh man, you get a good excitement out of it now. We def we definitely have to go to a LFC for LA Galaxy game oh, this year. Oh man, I will start punching you in the crowd. I don't know who you are anymore. I was about to do it. Tuzzle. You see this right here? That's a knuckle sandwich. Has your what name. my father told me. Has your name on it. <laughs> hey, put it away for later. I'm gonna save it for lunch for later. <laughs> For Same dinner for time. This where you give me. This is where you give me at dinner time, there, bud, Bucko. All right. Hey, don't worry. I got one waiting for you. Don't worry. Too. You won't be hungry later. <laughs> All, right. All right. But man, talking about not going hungry. What about Mbappe's deal? Ooh, oh yeah, close to signing with Real Madrid. The inevitable. I told you. I told you. Uh, yeah. Who? I'm gonna be honest. What, I know you're just. Better? I know you're being hopeful. Yeah, I was just being really hopeful. Uh, you know, hoping. That what are the details on different. this deal, by the way? Man, pretty wild. A lot of people expected a bunch of hype around like multi, like hundreds of millions of dollars, which it did get to a hundred million. But not not too like where it was the biggest transfer of the like the biggest transfer deal ever made. You know, like when we saw Neymar's deal or when we saw Messi's deal. Um, it wasn't one of those, even though, you know, the hype for Mbappe is huge, especially going to Real Madrid, people that pay millions and millions of dollars for talent. But it, it's like like you said, you know, the league that he's coming from isn't. I don't think it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, but it just happened to produce a really, really good player who is world talented and can definitely use a team like Real Madrid. Like I, I don't see another team where he would feel a little more comfortable in. So I, I really do like the fact that he chose Real Madrid and he had to take like a little like humbling lesson about like a pay cut. So, yeah, so these this is according to BBC Sports, uh, Gilliam Baleg and other other sources. But yeah, uh, PSG, 
I mean, sorry, Kylian Mbappe has reportedly agreed to uh, join Real Madrid once his deal with um, PSG expires in June, right? Yeah, late June and 2024. Some of the reported details about his contract is um, they will pay him 15 million euros a year or, you know, 16, mil- 16 million dollars uh, every season f- for five years. He's a five year contract. Damn. But it's going to be a, a um 150 million euro which equates to 161 million dollars signing bonus. Just to sign your name on that contract. 161 million dollars signing bonus. Crazy. And he would all and he's also going to reportedly supposed to um keep percentage of his image rights. Really? Mm-hmm. That does that go for like video games? Posters, whatever Real Madrid uh, does with his likeliness, likeliness, he gets to keep that money. Man, those mm. commercials are gonna go wild. Mm-hmm. That that guy is gonna rack up so much money at a young age, like twenty five years old, signing your name on a piece of paper that that paper is currently worth a hundred and sixty one million dollars. That's insane! Like, wow. Because all these other contracts, they were transfer bonuses tied to them. Like, they were transfer, like, fees and pretty much other fees that didn't go directly to the player. Yeah, and this you know what sucks about this? The, the fact you guys are losing them on a free is crazy. Like, you guys should have just sold them. You guys should have sold them. Because you guys were relying on him to sign the contract because of all the money. But I think for someone that you wants that to... Enrique? Like, I got this way. No, it's not even that. It's just because you guys aren't gonna be compete. You guys are not. Com- you guys are not contenders for any type of trophies besides the league, huh? No, and then uh, we were having that issue last year when he didn't want to uh, re-sign his contract. We he did of- because you guys gave him like all like you guys literally gave him the keys to the freaking to the city we basically gave him the key to the city. But that, like I said, that contract was just supposed to keep him in there just until we won Champions League. And once that didn't happen, you know they weren't gonna sign him again. Like on a deal like that yeah but it's always been a rumor because even Fabrizio Romano you know your our boy he even reported your that. boy he reported that um that he, like had, a crystal he, ball. he had reported that Mbappe was planning not to even resign anyways but of course it was nothing official but you know if it's coming from Romano come it, on, bro. It, it might as well be official. but um it yeah might, he so- might as well be the sources Marco. the sorry the sources are saying that um even though he hasn't you know signed yet of course um Real Madrid was waiting is waiting to announce it, um, basically at their summer transfer window. No, 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 no. So as early as if when they found out when they find out that they don't ha- they're not gonna f- face PSG at all in the Champions League, that's when they're gonna announce it. Oh, so when like the so when there's no when chance, the danger when, so when the danger is gone. Yeah, so when there's no chances of Real Madrid versus PSG playing um, playing against each other, that's when they're they're planning on reporting reporting it and making it official that he's gonna sign with them in the summer. Uh, sign with them, you know. Um, after Can you June. imagine uh, this just so happens to be the Champions League where PSG just spanks the shit out of Real Madrid, That'd wins the Champions League, but help, and then, but and with, then they with, just pull the contract. All, but, no, but with all the help, no, no, with all the help of Mbappe though. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> he's like, see, you guys need me. Hey, you see, now I'm worth. That's why I'm signing. <laughs> now I'm worth two hundred million. Give me that two hundred million signing bonus, baby. Yeah, because he doesn't no, have yeah, to so sign until in front of all the all the guests. The reports are saying that yeah. So un- until the moment where Real Madrid sees that PSG is cannot be one of their um, opponents in the Champions League, one of their contenders, one of their one of their opponents. Like if they get paired up in the quarterfinals or semi, semi whatever, whatever. Uh, once we, PSG gets get knocked out, out once PSG gets knocked out, uh, they're 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 not they're saying that most likely they'll announce it then. 
when there's like no chance of them playing against each other in the Champions League. But who knows? Maybe they'll wait until the summer to announce it. Either way, this this guy got the deal of the year. I don't think it's a deal of the year. You don't think it's a deal of the year? No, I feel like anyone who Man. went to Saudi Arabia and got paid all those millions. Oh, yeah, but I mean at Saudi Arabia, like it's expected. You have the money. I'm not oh, talking, no. I'm not talking about like I'm talking about quality over quantity he did take a quick a big pay cut though 16 mil 16 mil dude is a it's, it's a lot chub but, change but look what he's look what he's winning at psg no and not only that he's playing in real madrid he's not playing with the nobody team he's oh, not going to saudi arabia and playing in the desert versus the camels he's I mean, not doing that what's scary about this is for sure for sure they will be definitely contenders for every la liga season for every champions league season if they keep that young squad together and happy Wait. and the morale's up and Ancelotti and and still does his job the way he does it. I'm telling you, dude, this Real Madrid team is going to be, be a reckoning. Scary. It's going to be very scary. It's going to be like, um, I wouldn't say as good, nowhere near as good. Don't but, say the 2015. No, 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 no. I'm saying the, no, 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 no. I'm saying this team will be maybe as dominant, not as dominant, but I'm saying in that realm of like how the three-peat Real Madrid team was or even the early 2000s. Um, oh, see that late two thousand nine. No, no, no. Late two thousand nine, early two thousands, uh, early twenty ten. Sorry, Barcelona team. You know the team that just destroyed everybody when there was Messi, David Villa, Iniesta, all that. I I'm not gonna say they're gonna be as good as that, but I'm saying though, like this whole like being able to dominate type. You know, basically what Man City's been doing too with with world the with world football league, yeah. with the Premier League and even I mean they only won one Champions League but they're always at least in the semis or in the final yeah every time too. yeah so this new Real Madrid team with Mbappe included because this Real Madrid team is still a contender for sure but with Mbappe included yeah it's and then done deal. and then we also hear the rumors of like Modric you know departing so, yeah which is gonna be a huge loss I mean yeah dude, he's, you're, he's you're very old about, he's very old but still but here you're talking about the brain of the team you're talking about literally the central like whole part of the team the nucleus the nucleus membrane <laughs> that is Modric an amazing like cell in the body that just transfers all this information it, yeah it doesn't and seem, creates all these chances for these for Vinicius to shine even, even for the future Mbappe even for his age dude it feels like he doesn't they don't down. understand that like go look at your deal that's laid down in the couch at 30 years old and then go look at what Modric's doing it's amazing it's it's yeah how old is Modric now 38 he's, 39 dude he's 30 he's 30 dirt, I know he's 37 oh. or 38 which is an he has to be in the world, in the world of uh, football of and of soccer, that is an old age, and especially You're being a, 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 a starter or just a, te- a person in the first team who maybe is not starting every uh, every game now, but still starts most games. Think about it, look at his stats. Look at the stats this season. Look at his stats this season. Let's look at this real quick. Please make it bigger. Where is it? It's right there. It's on the side, bro. It's right there. There you go. Um, go down. Go down there. Where is this season? With, what the heck? Where's this season with Real Madrid? Okay, there you go. Anyways, anyways, go. No, no, there he is. Boom. 2012. There you go. 2012 to present. That's why he's, he hasn't left yet. Oh, because he hasn't left. Yeah. Jesus. 347 appearances. He only has 27 goals, but still a very, 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 very vital part to this organization. Like, every uh, one thing that doesn't show up here is like his assist. His assists have to be in the 200s. There's no way. That's a lot. Check it out. There's no way. He was always a part of a goal. Mm, no.
Here we go. Look, just this season alone, just this season alone, 20 appearances, one goal, four assists, but just he, he's averaging 45% of the minutes, 45% starting 11 minutes. Uh, so he's being in the starting 11, sorry. And then a 9% goal participation. But remember, you got to remember that this is him at the ripe age. Well, not the ripe, sorry. The tender, not tender age. Why do I keep saying tender? <laughs> Bro, he's not a Is it ripe or tender? Picking. I can't remember which one. Well, the, the, the old age in the terms of the sporting world, 38 years old. And he's going to turn 20, 39 this year, by the way. And still playing at Real Madrid. And still a starter for Real Madrid. You know how impressive he's not that is? as much of a starter anymore, but he's still in the starting eleven for like he's in the starting eleven slash bench. Regardless, he's gonna come in if they, if he's on the bench and they need him to just settle the game down. He's gonna come in and settle the game down because yeah, that that Madrid um that Madrid um midfield is very young. If Cruz and Modric are not in there, uh, it's a very young m- uh, midfield. But at one point uh, with this with this Madrid uh, midfield. You gotta have either Modric or Cruz in there with those two, with two young uh, young midfielders in there, just to like, just to um, lead that team, lead that midfield as well. So um, and yeah. uh, and a lot of Real Madrid players are gonna have to start stepping up once he's gone. You got a big gap to fill. Give you got, shoes, yeah, big you, shoes. Yeah, this guy yeah, that's was why, rocking that's why size you bought. That's why feet. you bought. That's why you bought Camavinga. That's why you bought Chuameni. That's, that's also why you why have. Bought that's why. That's why you have Alverde. That's why you have all these youngsters, dude. That just should be able to fill in the shoes. That's why you have Jude Bellingham, who is going to be, who is your new, your new star. That's and your, and talking about him, he's actually I don't know if he, you he's saw, Real Madrid's biggest star right now. And not only that, I don't know if you saw that he and this is just rumored stated uh, that he's willing to give up his number for uh, Mbappe and position. So that's gonna be something we're gonna we're gonna have to see. Who Modric? Yeah, no Bellingham. He's number five. No, he's gonna give up his position for Mbappe and whatever, even if it's his number, well, whatever. Posi- he what wants. position is that? Right? Isn't he playing right striker? He's a right center. Wing? He's a center attacking mid. He's a he's originally a center mid, but for this Ancelotti team, he plays. He basically plays, he plays a center attacking wing. mid. No, he plays. He's plays in this. He's a center mid, bro. But yeah, um, really good deal for Mbappe. Um, I think. He's going to do a lot of great things at Real Madrid. And I know he's going to make a lot of money. That's for sure. Well, that's a lot. I like, I'm not going to lie. I know they can't see it, but I think it's funny how you spelled his name totally wrong. Oh, 100%. You literally put Mabape. Mabape. <laughs> Did you not recognize that until right now? You literally put his name as Mabape. Uh, who the hell is that guy? Who the, um, who the hell is Mbappe? Now moving on to a new segment I like to call Savage Moments of the Week. Mm. Um, for Savage Moment of the Week, me and Aaron are going to choose one video that we believe is a very savage moment of any game that happened throughout the week. I know, Aaron, you have that Miami incident with Messi, the little hop over with the ball. No, I just had his, his audacity to just keep trying Olympicos. <laughs> yeah, over and over. But also that little savage part that you mentioned to me that uh, when the player was on the ground injured, he just kept going. He, he had like this Kobe mentality of just keep playing the ball. He lobbed the ball over an injured player and gave it back to himself for a shot. Mm-hmm. If he would have scored that, best goal of the month. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. 
And then the fact that you were saying he kept trying to score Olympicos every corner he got. <laughs> That's funny. He's, he does not care. He is literally trying to score from any angle he gets. That's the funniest thing, huh? Any other moments? Um, yeah, this, uh, the other hilarious uh, savagery moment is a, a hockey game uh, where this guy is going one-on-one -on -one with the goalie, scores on the goalie, and happens with the puck after he scores. He knocks the goalkeeper's water bottle out, picks it up, drinks out of it, and tosses it back at the goalie. Do you know the teams that were playing against each other? I know this was like a community, uh, like hockey mm -hmm. team. Oh, okay. But it was like a, it was a, like uh, it was an official season game for him. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he did that, he went straight to the penalty. He went to go dab up his friends, and then went straight to the penalty box. He opened the door and everything to himself. He knew he was like he was gonna get called out for it, and he went straight to the penalty box. I thought it was just a savage moment. <laughs> Either one of those could definitely get it for this week. Okay. But I just thought those were two like pretty much like. Good moments in, in like sports that you just see that they just like assert their dominance early mm. on in the game or throughout a game. Cool. Let's get to our uh, last segment of the show. We're going to do the Champions League recap of the other, the other eight teams. I couldn't even speak right there. The other eight teams who played their first leg. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Inter Milan versus Atletico. 1-0. Um, I, I just... This whole first leg, for most games, literally, we're just all 1-0s, 2-1s, 1-1. Not even, sorry, not no 2-1s, but just very, very low-scoring games, but still very, very tough. Um, very tough Technical games. games. But yeah, Inter Milan, um, um, Inter Milan. Start with Atletico, because I have a lot to say about Atletico right now. Griezmann, where the fuck were you, dude? Did you not know you were at, at a game, a very important one, at the most versus a very dangerous attacking team? Like, where were you, dude? The whole... It was weird. Atletico... Where fuck, are you? <laughs> where are you? And I'm so lonely. Oh, my God. It, no, it just pissed me off because Atletico started the game. They started the pace. They set the pace. And then... 15 minutes into it, they, don't, they the didn't even know where they were. They parked the bus. They parked the bus. They didn't even know what was going on. And every shot that they had, it's like their controller just died. Right as soon as they were about to shoot, the power just went, like, it was gone. Out of nowhere, you had, in, you had Inter not being able to score like over they some had Luqueria. a lot of chance they had a lot of chances oh arnanovic arnanovic even though he was the goal scorer for in the 79 that guy minute. blew eight chances great uh, open chances. that i remember uh, per personally i know for a fact he could have had a hat trick this game for sure that's what i was oh my god this game okay because inter inter did not punish them the they game had was some Luqueria, like some they could not score at all every Every time the set plays were amazing. How beautiful were those set pieces? Mm -hmm. They were amazing. The passes, high quality. Everyone was playing their position, but nobody was finishing the job. Yeah. I swear, it was like he, he was just like, he was a magnet to missing every single chance he got. And the only reason they ended up scoring was because of a rebound of him being at the right place at the right time. And it still hit off the defender. And he still hit it off. Oh, my God. That's funny, yeah. And yeah, then you had a funny goal. It was a rebound. It was a rebound. Uh, he was at the right place, right time, and it still went off the um, defender inside. But still, nonetheless, scored the winning goal. 
the, um, no, I guess with, with only 10 matters. minutes left, basically. And just some stats for you. Inter just dominating possession with 56%. And, of course, you know, uh, Atletico with 44 But, of course, I feel like this is going to be a different story when Atleti is at home. I feel like they are more attacking when they're at home. They usually do tend to play more defensive on the counter away. They got to stop with the silly passes. They gave up. How did your last man give up a ball? Luckily, they didn't score on that on that one when he gave the ball right to the fucking forward, and he took it to go score and he missed. Yeah, but though you can't be doing that on those games. Yeah, sad thing about Letico was they weren't really creating that much chances. They had seven shot attempts but zero on target compared to Inter Milan, who had nineteen shot attempts and everyone they needed five, to rely on five on target, five on target. Talking to yeah. you, Griezmann. This was a very, very also a pretty you know a very hard-hitting um very no nah, i wouldn't say dirty but just a very rough game 16 fouls for for Liddy to 10 fouls 26 fouls committed by the way that's a lot of fouls that's a lot of fouls committed right but there. not a lot of cards given With, no it was four yellow cards to two yellow cards four yellow cards for Atletico, two for linner so that's a very very scrappy game i say a very very scrappy game but if we're being honest i wasn't the only one that was pretty scrappy with yellow cards you also had the fc porto versus arsenal game which we're, we'll move on to that one real quick. Porto just out of nowhere. The Dude, 94th you can, minute. What we a golazo. about that. What a golazo. What a golazo. What a golazo. Hands down. Get, I don't need Gal, to see uh, any other Galeno, ones. Galeno with that golazo. 94 and minutes. last minute. So first, Oof. first of all, they gave it away inside their own turf, inside their own um, side. It was a, They're trying to pass it out. Porto intercepts it. Uh, give ball to Galeno. Galeno dribbles in. He's he cuts to his right and you know he has you know space. he has that shot all that space, all that space. curls it around Declan Rice and then just into the right corner. Motherfucker could have built a farm with all that space. He I will say though, I think um, Raya David Raya dove a little bit. He dove a little bit too early. But if you see it, yes, it's you're right. No, no, nothing you to take it, nothing to take away from the goal. He though. was nothing. this close. Like, grabbing, that's what yeah. made this goal so clean and so perfect, and probably goal of the week for champions. The goalie is a really, really good goalkeeper, and the fact that the goalkeeper was about two inches at the most from that ball, from getting like a touch on it, was impressive because that shot was not easy. Yeah, the way he just curved it into the back of the net like that, man. You you don't see that on a Champions League night, not all the time. It was a great goal. To no, see. you see those moments, but those are the moments that definitely kill you because Arsenal, um, they were they're dominating they, the game. They dominated the game. I'd say not really dominate the game because they could not build up. They had possession. They had way more possession, which was sixty four percent to thirty five percent. But Porto kept but cutting Porto, their opportunities, bro. But yeah, they what, what I was trying to say is Arsenal was not creating anything. They need um, to create more in Champions, for sure. So, so what I'm trying to say is, Arsenal, on the run, basically um, during play, could not create any chances. But what they were good on that night was uh, set pieces and possession. Set pieces, they were very good. That's when they were most the most threatening. But they had no shots on target. They had seven shots on target, but most of their shots on target. Mother, sorry, seven shots, seven seven attempts, zero on target. But when they were most dangerous was on set pieces that night. Um, Porto with eight shots, with two on target. Um, I do feel like they could have been 1-0. They could have been 1-up 
early. Remember, Arsenal would have been one up early. No, for sure. Arsenal would have been one on, one down early. When remember when he hits the when he hits the crossbar, it comes back to him and he hits oh, it and he, he goes and just right wide, out? just ro- just that, wide of the just post. Unlucky, very unlucky. Very unlucky because he did he did power he hit the he hit the uh, cross. Um, but, but the ball came. It back wasn't crossbar. He fast. hit the post and it came back. No, it came back very quickly. It came it back. Came very quickly. back wait, it the was fact that he was able to react that quickly. You know, and still get it that close. Yeah, someone who would have reacted that quickly would have blown the ball out of proportion. That would that a, a guy on the right hand side of the stands would have got that ball. Yeah, this was also a very scrappy game, like you said. Twenty two fouls for Arsenal, fourteen for Porto. And yeah, yeah, my my boys were scoring. This that's oh. crazy to me. This is where I say that Arsenal is very um on the aggressive side. Uh, yeah, for set pieces. Speaking of uh, yeah, for specific because they had ten corner kicks, by the way. And none of them, I would be honest, were something that you can say were a conceivable, like, they successful. Had a couple, they, they had a couple in there that they should have kept on target because the thing was they couldn't keep anything on target. They, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have a corner kick, you have a higher chance of at least getting on goal. You know, the ball may go over the crossbar or may come short, but at least it's on target. But the fact that none of those were... If like, it goes over the crossbar, that's not on target. It has no, to be in frame. I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is like it's still in the direction and it's still in a dangerous area to concede a goal. But they were. I think that was just their game plan maybe because, yeah, Porto's All a very... All I know Porto's is they had a a very great hard, more opportunities and shoot 100%. a lot more. They had you're, a, you're playing in a game of they, they definitely had to create more. They, didn't, they weren't creating really anything on the run of play at all. But let's go to the next one. With uh, PSV versus Dortmund, one one by the way, and Chucky Lozano, what a performance, bro! I don't know, I'm pretty mean, you're good, probably pretty gonna good. Say you didn't no, like it. Was pretty it. good, it was pretty no, decent. he did a pretty decent, really good performance for champions for a Champions League game. He did an an astounding man. He got a standing ovation. Yeah, man, he did. A, he did, a good he job. did really well. He was there, but his team just could not execute. The set pieces were there, the passes were there, the players were there, but. The execution of them trying to score the goal weren't, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if they got the heebie-jeebies. I don't know. Nah, they were home, but no, yeah. I mean, uh, Dortmund opened the scoring with one uh, zero with Danya Mullins scoring the Which first goal. Which was really good against, goal too. Yeah, very. Oh, dude. Very. Will we get goal. into that? But yeah, scoring against his former club. Very of course. little space hits it like a campanita. Scored against his former Amazing. club that he that he left to go to Dortmund, and literally he was he was aggressive the uh, the you know, first half for sure. Talking about like that, like how, how do you feel first, about like first of all that goal here? golazo by the Gola- way. Even Dude, if he didn't, he mean didn't it. have space. Let's start there. He had no space. To he shoot. beat the keeper at his first at his um, at the first, at post. The first post game. He at beat front, the defender by literally dragging him back and still not being able to block his shot. To get shot. that shot off with that little space and it hits the cross, not the crossbar, sorry, it hits the post and goes in and he beautifully just blasted it into the net. And uh, how respectful he was. Uh, he was. He was he was too respectful for his own teammates. I would have gone up to like my old teammates and be like, my la pelas way. That's why for you what? suck. You just got stung. No, like if it was to the crowd, I get it. To the fans, I'll be like respectful. But if you were my ex-teammate, I would just walk up to you and be like, hey, wey, me la pelas. And then continue the game. No, I mean, some people actually like their old teammates. <laughs> no, I, I do. And I would do that out of love. Just know that. <laughs> they would be like, fuck I love you. you. I respect you. They're going to go straight studs to your knees. <laughs> straight studs on the next play. But then, yeah, Luke de Jong uh, equalizes it um, in the second half, 56 minute with the penalty. Um, Which, let's talk about the penalty. It wasn't a penalty. No, yeah, let's talk about that penalty. Hummels, I, Hummels got the ball first. Yes. Hummels was, got the ball first. There was contact. But I feel like they were going based off aggression. 
I don't think they I don't think that penalty was based off of like technicality. Because if you were to put it in a technicality, that was not a penalty. Day and night, you got the ball first. The guy came in second. They even did, I don't know. I forgot that they they went to VAR right to check it. Well, he they they didn't go. He didn't go to VAR. He got the VAR through. But the when ear. you saw when you saw when you saw the replay, the ball he literally hits the ball first. A hundred percent. Yes, of course. Full right clean after. Clean. Right clean after. Yes, he tackles him down, but the ball was touched first, and what? And I mean, and the ref saw the ball get blown out the way because he I don't think he it. had a good view of it. That's why he blew for the for Once the. Once again, this is where the POV cams come into play. Realistically, because yeah. we got to see what these referees are fucking talking about. I don't or care they, what they're looking at, what they're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if VAR's telling him in Just his ear. Put that camera right there, dude. Or exactly. Like I said, the glasses that'd be sick. Dude, the guys at 7-Eleven have them right there. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, last game that happened on Wednesday. I mean, on Tuesday, Wednesday or Tuesday. I forgot what day they played. But um, Napoli and Barcelona 1-1. Uh, Lewandowski. Chupendowski. Showing his class, you know. Um, showing that he still got it. So I'm scoring. Uh, what a beautiful goal. Um, squeezing it past the keeper. Um, Wednesday on the 60th minute. I but didn't then, like but how then they, Victor Olsen just babying <laughs> the fucking defender. I forgot who he. I, I forgot was gonna who it tell was. you I was it, it was. You cut like I didn't get to like throw it in there before you mentioned the 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 second goal. Um, but yeah, I don't know what was up with Barca, man. Like they started strong. They were looking really good, and it, it was looking like a really good game for Barca. I think it was a pretty. And then even they just kind of like fell off. Like they kind of got tired, or they kind of just like was underestimating the team and their chances and their opportunity to score in the last minute. And I think they just fell asleep behind the wheel at the last moment. They were playing really good. They were showing how they normally play, but you can't let off the gas on these games. Dude. Yeah, I don't You cannot let them get anywhere near when it comes to the last stoppage time. There's something in stoppage time that is just so magical. I think that's where it holds the most magic in all games is stoppage time. I don't know what happens over like uh like a professional athlete's body, but the moment that they see that they're in extra time, the amount of opportunities that are just created is insane. I think it's, just, it's unexplainable. It's if just, I'm being it's honest, just the pressure of the game, when especially when you have a team going down your neck. Um, but yeah, um, Osman equalized in the 75th minute. He and just, coming back, he bro, just, he, he, he just, was on he, a drought. He literally just told that guy hit the weight room uh i can't remember if it was inigo martinez or um dude Arajo. and he's spain i can't remember if it was a rajo i can't remember if it was oh a, my god i can't remember if it was a rajo or martinez but just takes takes a great touch in um and just slots getting, it getting slots it past slots it past um uh ter Stegen and what a beautiful goal but i do have to give a shout out to uh lamin yamel which i mean i think he had a great I think he had a good game, honestly, especially for a 16-year-old starting, by the way. And a Champions In the game. Champions League night. I mean, and it's this is nothing new because Yamel has been in the first squad since, since Have you he's seen been your 16-year-old brother or sister? Do you see them in a Champions League? Be impressed. Yeah, remember, this, kid, this kid was born in 2007. This kid was born in 2007. I was watching I was Shrek in, 2 I was when in, 2007 I was in came out. fourth grade in 2007. I was watching Shrek. Shrek came out even before that. No, it was two. Shrek two. Okay, yeah, there you go. that was a fun ass movie. Um, just crazy because um, listen to the stats. Listen to the stats he has. Um, he has thirteen starts 12. against Barcelona. No, Lamine. I mean I'm sorry. 
Sir. My bad. Against Napoli. Sir. On a Champions League game. Um, No, no, no. I'm just telling you from the whole season, by the way. He has 25 appearances in La Liga. Three goals, six assists for a 16-year-old. And in the Champions League, he has seven appearances with one assist. But Seven appearances in Champions League is wild. Yep. Crazy, That's right? Crazy. Crazy. But the fact that he has 25 appearances in La Liga with three goals and six assists as a teen as a 16-year-old. It kind of reminds me like of like Pedri. You know, like oh, when, when, Pedro, when Pedro when sorry, Pedro, when Pedri and Gavi came into the team, they were both 17, 18 years old. These kids were getting used these like kids child. in Spain, man. These Spaniards, bro. These I kids swear. In Spain were they just being keep, used they, like child these labor. These cha- it was crazy. They were playing every game. <sighs> these Spaniards, I swear, are always just producing Impressive. these Impressive. these these technical, just these these silky central midfielders. Think about all the central midfielders that came from Spain that are just so silky. You think of David Silva. You think of Iniesta, Xavi. Now this new generation, you have Lamin Yamel, who's not a... Uh, um, uh, I forget what position he plays. You still got Pedri. You still got Pedri, Gavi. Gavi. Like this this kid, man. So, yeah, Lamel, Yamel Hello. plays at the right wing. Sorry, yeah. But just... Malverde, like all these... Malverde is Uruguayan. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Spaniard. No, he's your well, I mean, he's still playing in Spain. <laughs> yeah. He's still playing in Spain. Well, I mean, no, but we're talking about Spaniards, like actual nationality Spaniard. Even even Tiago, Tiago still playing for Liverpool. He uh just just all these uh, great Xabi Alonso. When you think it's like, dude, I'm talking about like silky, just world class, just technical um center mids, man. Juan Mata even comes to mind. Like when it comes to central midfielders, Fernando Torres when it, that's prime. a forward. Yeah, when you talk about when we talk about amazing. central midfielders. Even sorry, Sergio Busquets, same thing. Like Spain dominates when it comes to just central midfielders. I it, it literally just seems like that. Isn't that the same thing? Like Sedan would say is like I I envy a lot of the Spain like Spaniards because they always make the put like the important plays in the middle of the field. I remember that time when they were just dominate. But yeah, just I mean I'm just saying like I just want to give a shout out to 16 year old Lamin Yamel. Just the crazy how he, literally all this game time at 16 and he was still getting game time last season at 15 and still getting these appearances in champions like some seven of, appearances, dude. There's great players that have been signed for think about that. Dollars. He's played every single Champions League game since he started since the Champions League season started. Remember, you had six group games and this one first leg seven appearances. He played all seven games so far. Which is crazy. 16 like, years old. It, it's crazy for a team to be like, yeah, you know what? We're going to put this kid in because we depend. He turned 17 when the season's over. That's crazy. He turned 17 in July, it, dude. It's so crazy. He's going to be 16 can this you whole season. Going, going to play one of the biggest games of your life on TV in front of millions, including your own classmates and probably your teacher. And then the next day you go in and then this cocksucker hands you an exam that you got to pass because you're still in high school. That's insane, dude. And you know that's that's what's happening. He's going and he's doing these games and then he's going back to school and he has to act like a normal teenager. Like he didn't just go play in one of Europe's biggest tournaments. That's that's crazy. It's it's funny. That's really cool at the same time because now you're really the popular kid in school for sure. Like everyone. Imagine just that could, yeah. been, that could have been us. That could have been us. <laughs> could have been pro. Could have been. Could have been pro. 
But, but yeah, that wraps it up. That for, wraps it up for this uh, episode four. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know what you guys think. Anything let us know that we what talked your about. MLS top teams are. We want to hear. It's opening. Season. Let us know you, who you guys th- who do you guys predicting for the MLS to your early predictions for MLS. Who's you're gonna be your top players? Uh, your top goal scorers. Um, the teams you think are gonna contend for the. Not for yours. The, you're drinking whiskey. Anyways, um, I mean Long Island. <laughs> yeah, it's the other way around. Um, also, let us know about what you thought about the all the Champions League first legs. Let us know about your predictions for the second uh, second legs. We will definitely uh, give our second leg predictions um, next episode. Hopefully by the time because they they play again no, March fifth. Yeah, because yeah, we already did the other ones, so we're good. We're good. So yeah, we'll give our second leg predictions on our next episode. On our next episode. Oh yeah, we gave our second leg predictions for um the yeah, first, for the first a, a teams. Yeah, That's right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll do we'll do our we'll do our one. second leg predictions for the these these eighteen we just talked about next. So episode. yeah, you'll be seeing the next video. So. Yeah. So there you go. Um. Yeah. Let us know in the comments anything you guys want. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting. We'll Please see you guys. Like, huh? Subscribe yes. and share. We really appreciate it. Um. And other than that, I am Randy. I am Aaron. Follow me at Airbrow underscore IE. Follow me at SS Scotty. And make sure to follow the page on any Could've social media, every pro. social media platform everything. at Could Up YouTube, been. Kick, everything. Could have been pro. Could have been pro. <laughs> I feel like we we're both talking, so I was yeah, like, sorry about follow that. the social media platforms that Could have been pro. Thank you so much for watching, guys. See you on the next one. We're out.